Welcome back, Psychonauts. So, for this one is a very, very quick little unit. Um, if you've been in my classroom, uh, we don't cover this a ton, but I thought, hey, why not? I'll put it into, like, a four-minute little podcast for you guys. So, uh, this unit is kind of a writer unit. I put it as its separate one, so that's why it's just kind of standalone here. Uh, there's actually a little documentary that I show with it, and if you get the, if you have the means, I would highly recommend watching it. It is fantastic. Uh, it's called the uh, An Honest Liar, and it's about the amazing Randy or the amazing uh, James Randy. So, but anyhow, let's get into it. Sensation. So, sensation occurs anytime a stimulus activates one of your receptors. Um, so now this could be any kind of like sensory detecting organ kind of thing. So it could do physical changes in energy, uh, such as heat, light, sound, uh, pressure kind of thing. So we take this sensory information and we turn it into a meaningful experience. And this is our perception. So um, now that doesn't mean that our perceptions are always true. For instance, optical illusions. We'll talk more about optical illusions here in just a moment. But optical illusions like Fraser's spiral, if you get a chance, look that one up on the internet. They're very weird. Um, but yeah, they may cause you and your brain, your receptors and so forth to just basically question the truth about what you are receiving because it fools our senses. Now, whenever we are using our visual sense to see something, um, uh, it, it helps a little bit to understand how our vision works. So uh, instead of seeing double vision, because we are using our two eyes, uh, we see a single image that our brain puts together. And this is called biocular fusion, and that's the combination of two images into one. If you've ever used virtual reality systems, they work on this. Um, so if you look through a virtual reality headset, there's two different screens, and each screen shows a slightly different image, and your brain takes those two images and combines them together through biocular fusion. So, And that can mess with uh, our senses. Now, our senses also can be... Um, I don't know, deceived or like messed with, and that's uh, in regard to subliminal messages. So a subliminal message, uh, that's our next little section here, um, this is a, a very brief auditory or visual message, and it is presented below the absolute threshold of you know what we have a chance of perceiving so it's usually less than 50% chance of being of perceiving it now that does happen sometimes now most famously one advertiser James Vicari claimed that the words eat popcorn and drink coke had been flashed on a movie screen in a New Jersey theater on alternate nights for 6 weeks straight uh, in an effort to influence us to buy popcorn or eat popcorn and drink Coke and buy Coke. Um, this has been around for a very, very long time, but it is not true. So this story never happened, but it was always claimed that way, and a lot of people believe it. So regardless, the FCC, um, the Federal Communications Commission, um, in 1974, condemned subliminal messages in advertising. Um, so it, it's not that this stuff uh, can't go on. It still probably does to some extent, but uh, it has been you know, condemned by the FCC. 
All right. Another way that our um, senses can be messed with is this motion parallax. The apparent movement of objects that occurs when you move your head from side to side or you walk around kind of thing. So um, take a camera sometime and record something and move the camera quickly and you'll see that uh, different objects uh, kind of get funny movements to them. Or, you know, if you get a chance, actually, go on like uh, do, do an internet search for motion parallax and you'll find a few of those. And, uh, you know, this, uh, our last little ones for incorrect perceptions is exactly that. An incorrect perception is called an illusion. And this is created when perceptual cues are distorted um, so that our brain cannot correctly interpret uh, space, size, and depth cues from whatever it is that we are viewing. And the very last one, and we're at about four minutes here, we're a little over, so I'm sorry, we'll probably top out at about six minutes or something. Uh, but we're going to finish up with ESP, extrasensory perception. And this is receiving information about the world through channels other than the normal senses. And this is a very debated topic. Um, but there are four different types of ESP. The first clairvoyance, the perceiving of objects or information without any sensory input. So you know things that there is no way for you to know, kind of thing. Alright, and this is going to be very different from like a, a precognition, so I'll get to that one here in a little bit. Alright, telepathy, the reading of someone else's mind or transferring thoughts to another person. Psychokinesis. This is moving objects through mental effort alone. Or, if you are a Star Wars fan, the Force. May the Force be with you. And finally, precognition, which is fortune-telling or the ability to foretell events. So, and remember that clairvoyance, it's that's knowing information you shouldn't know. And that's usually just kind of like you have a sense of like knowing someone all these things about them without ever meeting them. Whereas precognition is you're your knowing the future events kind of thing. And I, and I see how there's a very, very fine line between the two of those. So anyhow, like I said, that's it. It's a very short little podcast here for you. Uh, if you have the means, I would highly recommend it. Uh, or just go on YouTube maybe and just look up some stuff on James Randi or the amazing Randi. Um, he really kind of goes into debunking ESP and it's a, it's a really interesting watch. I would recommend it. So anyhow, we will stop there for today and we'll pick up next time. Have a wonderful day. Hear from you. Talk to you soon.